You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think the Eagles offense is as good as anybody's in this business. And Jalen Hurts is a certifiable uh, MVP candidate of this whole league. Makes great decisions. He's a phenomenal athlete, and he is as good a leader as there is in the game. So I believe in the Eagles' offense a great deal. Uh, even though Tennessee's defense is really good and they're geared to stop the Eagles, I just think the Eagles are a better overall team right now. And they'll, they'll take care of business and probably cover that five and a half. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All the Philadelphia Eagles did this past week was beat the stuffing out of the Tennessee Titans. Baldy was pretty, pretty, pretty proud out with that prediction that Philly would uh, would take care of business against Tennessee. Baldy, Brian Baldinger, of course, is going to join us momentarily here on the show. NFL line movement coming up 20 minutes from now. Eric Eager, 40 minutes from now. Our playoff sim still to come. World Cup bet still to come for the quarterfinal round. By the way, Ken, NBA best of the best. Do you know who's playing tonight in the association? What team is playing tonight? What, what team is playing tonight? My New York Knicks. Mm. Well, we'll just start you at 1-0. We'll just have your 1-0 yeah, to begin the, tonight. The, the god, lowercase g, of New York Knicks betting will issue a bet tonight as Trey Young returns to Madison Square Garden as the Knicks host the Atlanta Hawks. But joining us right now to talk NFL Week 14, joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line is the great Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL insider. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. You can check out Baldy on the Odyssey original podcast in the huddle with Carl Dukes and Jason Lockanfora, where they cover the entire National Football League. I'll be joining the guys coming up tomorrow on the show, uh, talking betting for Week 14 in the NFL. And Brian Baldinger joins us now to talk betting and all things football Week 14 in the National Football League. Baldy, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Week 14. Yeah, Nick, good to see you. Good to hear you. Ken, good to be with you guys. Look forward to tomorrow morning, Nick, with you, talking about the slate of games and where all the action's at, but hey, good to be with you. Baldy, why don't why don't we start right away with the game that you're gonna be calling? It's just, you know, from a news standpoint, from a playoff implication standpoint, gotta be the most interesting game going on this weekend. And that's Brock Purdy and the Niners. Obviously, Purdy taking the place of Jimmy Garoppolo, who's out at least for the rest of the regular season, and then we'll see. As they host Tom Brady going back to the Bay Area with Tampa Bay off that crazy Monday night. So just a ton of stuff going on in this game. Brock Purdy and the Niners a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Niners have obviously had a better season. What do you, what do you make of this game? What do you expect from Purdy? What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Well, first of all, Ken, I'm, I'm happy I'm doing the game. I mean, I'm excited. So I can't wait to get to the Levi Stadium, to be honest with you. I mean, Brady's homecoming back there to the Bay Area. That's, you know, that's news. 
but I'm a Brock Purdy fan. Like I, I, I did Iowa State games. I, I did Big Twelve games for a while, for a long time actually. But he started 47 games, and you know when he went in for Garoppolo on Sunday, like I went through a checklist. I mean, I mean the checklist of okay, can he take a hit? Oh, he can take a hit. He can throw the ball over the middle without fear. He did that. Um, yeah, Xavier Howard picked him, but you know he gave his receiver a chance to go get it. Um, he he he, he, he made plays on the move. You know, Christian McCaffrey coming out of the backfield and running these option routes, it's not easy to figure out what these guys are going to do. It's an option route. Like, you can't be wrong, but yet he wasn't wrong. And so, like, I know it's one game. I'm not going to go crazy. Tampa's defense is quality. But I think 49ers, like, their defense is just as good as anybody in the NFL right now. And they proved it last week and shutting down Tua and making them look just pedestrian. And so I think that uh, we're going to see – I think we're going to see a lot of the same thing. Like, I think the 49ers defense can carry this team a long ways. But I think that this Brock Purdy is going to look pretty good. He's got a lot of options, and he's got a good offense line in front of him, and I think he's going to be fine. I think Baldy telling you there he likes the 49ers in the game, laying three and a half at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Baldy, I, I'm excited to talk about this game um, on on your show in the huddle with uh, with Carl JLC and company because I think this is going to be one where people that 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 are like not totally involved and like spend a lot of time looking at the betting markets are going to be surprised by the point spread of the game with Detroit and Minnesota, where Detroit's obviously playing better football, but it's under 500 hosting a Minnesota team that is 10 and two right now. And the team that's below 500 is a two and a half point home favorite. So the lions are favored to beat the Minnesota Vikings, almost a three point home favorite against Minnesota. Again, lions are playing great. I think we can all admit even like the, the most passionate Vikings fan would have purple colored glasses. Can admit the Vikings are probably, I guess that fan would not admit this. But you know what I'm saying, that the Vikings are not as good as their record would indicate. So Detroit's a two-and-a-half-point home favorite against Minnesota. What do you think we see with the Lions and the Vikings on Sunday in the NFC North? The Lions are a handful, Nick. They're just a handful. This Ben Johnson, the offense coordinator, I mean, I, I don't know if he's Sean McVay, but he's, he's, he's like that. He is so creative. Amon Ross St. Brown is like, – he looks like Cooper Cup right now, the way that they use him, the way they call plays. The way the, the this is a very very dangerous team. They should have beat Buffalo on Thanksgiving. They're very good. I, I think I think the Las Vegas and the Lions and all that. I think they got it right. Like I think Detroit's going to win this game outright. And it's not to knock Minnesota. Minnesota could easily lost to the Jets last week. Um, you know they haven't looked very good against the Cowboys or against the Eagles. Like it's a ten and two record. And they've earned that ten and two record. But they're going into a hornet's nest. Like this team is physical. They're fun to watch. They move the ball. Jared Goff has played the best football of his life. Like, I, I just think the Vikings are going to have a hard time at Ford Field this weekend. And I expect Detroit to win the game outright. Well, that's interesting opinion there with the Lions laying only two and a half. And the betting market obviously has moved in their favor throughout the course of the week. Vikings were kind of a, a really small favorite. Now, Lions, obviously a two and a half point favorite. Well, yeah, another game where the point spread's very interesting. Trying to figure out. Okay, is Lamar Jackson going to play on Sunday? Okay, probably not. Probably going to be Tyler Huntley. Okay, then Baltimore's playing a Steelers team. I mean, you talk about the Lions. They're playing great football recently. They're a problem. Kenny Pickett and the Steelers have played great football recently as well. They host the division rival, rival Ravens, say that five times fast, in Pittsburgh on Sunday. The Steelers are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I think Baldy with the expectation they'll be going against Tyler Huntley instead of Lamar Jackson. I, well, look, I like Tyler Huntley a lot. I think he's a quality player. 
And when he's had the chance to play, he's played well. Now, is he Lamar? No, he's not. But he, he, like, he'll be fine. The problem is Pittsburgh. If you look at their defensive front right now, uh, Highsmith, along with Ogunjobi, Hayward, and T.J. Watt, like, that's as good a defensive front as there is in football. But the other side is they're running the ball a lot better right now. They're playing a lot better up front on the, on the offensive line. Uh, Najee and the group of backs, whether it's Jalen Warren, whoever it might be, are playing really good. And Kenny Pickett is, sees a lot. He sees a lot, and he makes good decisions. Like, I think Pittsburgh's going to get on a roll. I said this a couple weeks ago that they're going to start to roll. And it's going to start with their defensive line, but I have been impressed because the offense line was awful for the first half of the season. But they're running the ball a lot better, and I expect them to continue to run it better. And this is a, this is the game. This is just – I mean, it's just old-school football. Like, we don't see this brand of football every Sunday in every stadium. This is a different brand when the Steelers and the Ravens get it on. And so, you know, Pittsburgh has a saying, you know, the standard is the standard. You know, and the Ravens have a saying, play like a Raven. And when they go at it, it's a war. It's going to be. It's, but I think Pittsburgh's going to count, come out on top in this thing. I think that, like, um, like CBS or whatever, when they do the promo for the game that leads into the game, I think they should use that soundbite. That was great. The Steelers, the standard's <laughs> the standard. The Ravens play like the Raven. And when you put these two teams together, it's a war. That was a great soundbite from our guy, Brian Baldinger. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. The aforementioned Brian Baldinger on with us here. Odyssey Sports, NFL Insider, breaking down week 14. Baldy, game two coming up for Deshaun Watson as the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Struggled against Houston, but, you know... <laughs> Kyle Allen was so bad. Davis Mills is going to start again for Houston now coming up on Sunday. Maybe we can talk the Texans and Cowboys, but let's talk the Browns' next opponent, and that is the red-hot Cincinnati Bengals coming off an outright win against Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs, the third, beating the Chiefs three times in the last 365 days. Pretty impressive. Cincinnati's a six-point home favorite against Deshaun Watson and the Browns. What do you think we see game two with Deshaun? Can the Browns keep it close against Burrow, Chase, Higgins, and the Bengals? Well, you know, I heard Deshaun's – I'm not down on Deshaun Watts. I mean, he, he, but I heard his press conference saying it's going to be like getting on a bicycle. Well, it's not. Playing quarterback is not like getting on a bicycle, and it wasn't. His timing was bad. His eyes were slow. Um, he wasn't very good. He's got a really good cast around him, and he wasn't very good, and they struggled for most of that game against Houston. Like this Cincinnati team now, no, no – you can write this down right now and play as a soundbite, Nick. No offensive line in the NFL has improved more from the start of the season to right now than the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you give Joe Burrow time, he's an assassin. He's just an assassin. Like, he's, he, it's Thanksgiving dinner, and he's carving you up. That's what he's doing. And that's what he did last week. That's what he did to Kansas City. But in addition, like, the way they're running the ball now, it's just this Wilcox is a good blocking tight end. Samaje P. Ryan looks better than Joe Mixon to me. Like, they look like a really good, dangerous football team to me right now. And I don't know who's going to beat the Bengals. They're just, they're just playing that style of football. And I think although Cleveland whipped them five weeks ago, you know, Cincinnati has not lost since that game. And so I expect Cincinnati to, to rip this Browns team apart. Uh, interesting. Bengals laying six in the game. Uh, play a really tough schedule down the stretch, but as Baldy mentions, they're they're playing really well right now. Last year, they played really well right now. Obviously, in route to going to the Super Bowl and losing to the Rams. Baldy, there's another AFC game. So Cleveland-Cincinnati has some playoff implications, obviously, most notably with Cincinnati. Miami and the Chargers, a similar situation where we feel pretty good that Miami's going to be one of the teams that makes the postseason. Chargers kind of have everything in front of them. An easy schedule after this week. Still got to win the games, and they've they've had trouble doing that uh, in, in past years. Dolphins, a three-point road favorite 
in LA, total 52 and a half, one of the highest totals on the board, so a high scoring game expected. What do you think with the Dolphins and the Chargers? I like the Dolphins to win the game. You know, they got to play better than they did last week. They, they really missed Teron Armstead at left tackle. Uh, but, I, I, but, I, but I think the way, that, the way the Chargers tackle, I shouldn't even say that. Because they could be, some Sundays, the worst tackling team in the league. And it's everywhere. I mean, Derwin James, he, like he's just missing tackles last week. It's, like when Derwin misses tackles, it's a problem. Because that's what he did as good as anybody at that position in football. But this is a bad tackling team. They don't, they don't defend the run well at all. Um, they rely on Justin Herbert a lot, and he's really good at what he does, but he needs a lot of help, and he's not getting it. You know, the down offensive lineman, it's been a problem. Right guard, right tackle last week, it's been an issue. Um, I think Miami bounces back. I think McDaniel goes into the lab this week and he looks at some of the things that he did against San Francisco. The defense is completely different that they'll see this week. Um, I expect the Dolphins to bounce back and uh, to win this game and look like a playoff team. The need to win to kind of keep pace with Buffalo. Buffalo, uh, first place right now in the AFC. He's the one seed in the AFC by virtue of last week's results. And Buffalo, the betting market says, Baldy, extremely likely to win on Sunday against the Iceman Mike White and the New York Jets. The Bills, nine-point home favorites. Can Mike White keep the Jets within shouting distance of this game? Again, nine-point dogs on the road in western New York. He, he can, he can, he, he can keep it close. I, you know, just, you know, what Buffalo's doing now, is, it makes sense. You know, the last time Buffalo played the Jets, Josh Allen threw two interceptions, and they were costly. And, you know, since then, he's thrown five touchdowns, one interception. They don't run the ball. They run the ball a lot more now than what they did back then. They're, you know, you saw James Cook last week have a really good game. Uh, Singletary's still there. They've got three guys that can run it. I just feel like the Jets are flawed. As much as you want to root for him, like to be at the one yard line in Minnesota last week and not convert is ridiculous. Like, but that, you know, the week before they give up a punt return for a touchdown, like they can't just finish a game. They just have a problem doing it. Maybe they're young. Maybe it's, you know, part of the quarterback, but like how many passes can you drop in a game that the quarterback puts in your hands? The only guy that didn't drop a pass from the Jets last week was Garrett Wilson, and he was the best player on the field. But you know, you go against Buffalo, you just can't make those mistakes. And Buffalo, I feel like they've really straightened themselves out. Even without Von Miller, I feel like they've straightened themselves out. And, they, you know, they've kind of taken the ball a little bit out of Josh's hands, but he's still really good at what he does. So I think Buffalo takes care of business against the Jets. Baldy, we got 20 seconds to go here. Raven, uh, Rams and the, uh, and the Raiders on Thursday Night Football. Aaron Donald ruled out. Adam Schefter is saying that like Baker Mayfield might play in this game for the Rams after being claimed off waivers. If Baker Mayfield plays in this game for the Los Angeles Rams, it changes your opinion of the game. How against these streaking Las Vegas Raiders in 20 seconds? Nick, the Raiders have the best defensive player in the league in Max Crosby. They have the best receiver in Devontae Adams. They have the best running back in Josh Jacobs. The Raiders aren't losing. They're going to win their fourth in a row. It doesn't matter if Matt Stafford comes back and looks like the MVP of the Super Bowl. The Raiders are winning this game, period. Love it. 
Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> love it. If we had more time, I would want to ask Baldy because I think I know what his answer is. Give me a team outside of the playoff conversation right now. Currently, like currently like hashtag in the hunt in both conferences that you think could make it. Sounds like Baldy likes the Raiders and maybe the Lions a little bit on the NFC side. Baldy, I'm looking forward to talking with you tomorrow on In the Huddle, your show with Carl Deuce and Jason LaCanfora. We love having you on the show. We appreciate it. Uh, I will talk to you tomorrow and we'll talk to you next week here on You Better You Bet. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Nick. Thank you. Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger joining us here on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Hear me out. Josh McDaniels, coach of the year. I'll just take Adams offensive player of the year. And I'll take Pittsburgh to make the playoffs. I'll take both of those things. <laughs> on the other side, line movements for week 14. It moved with Nick and Ken. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.